What's good, fam? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. Thank you very much for joining me tonight on Wednesday, September 9th. I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend with your friends and your family. Thank you very much for joining me, um, you know, throughout the week. I know the, the videos continue to pop up on our YouTube channel, but don't uh, expect anything less. It's grind mode. And when you cover Alabama football, you want the best. And we hope we deliver the best right to you right here on BamaInsider.com. Remember, the free promo code at BamaInsider.com is simply Roll Tide. Um, we got a call online. The number is 205 883 um, at the top left of this video and at the bottom of the screen. Um, take your calls tonight to talk Alabama football. Again, the call online number is 205-850-0883. Um, so everybody wants to know about Christian Barmore. Um, look, this is what I can tell you right now. And, um, you know, I, I'll be straight with you. There's a lot of smoke right now that there was some sort of dust up with him um, during Saturday's practice. I don't know that for sure. I know there's a lot of rumors that get circulated. I was not at the practice, number one. We hear things, number two. Everything that we gathered, you know, th there was some sort of, you know, I mean, Barmore is an emotional guy, number one, from what we gather. Um, but we can't tell you for certain if there was some sort of uh, shouting match. I know that's kind of the rumor. What I can tell you that is factual right now is that he was at practice yesterday and that Barmore was at practice today. Yes, Christian Barmore was at practice today. So, um, you know, if there's something out there that he left or he's not on the team anymore, that's false. He was at practice today, which is good news for Alabama. I, and, and I think you have to know something going forward. If there's any of these dust-ups or any of these shouting matches, you got to think that this happens a lot more than you think. I mean, you get a bunch of alpha mentality guys on the same field. It's hot. Uh, a lot of these guys have the goal of perfection. Pretty much all of them do, right? And when things don't go well, when things don't go right, I mean, these guys are obviously going to bark at each other. So um, don't be surprised if you hear that there's, you know, some sort of dust ups or these guys get into arguments or, or fights. I mean, it's part of football. It's part of practice. These guys haven't hit another opponent. That's why I feel so strongly about Alabama going against Missouri. But I, what I can factually tell you right now, and I know everybody wants to know about Christian Barmore, is that he was at practice today. Okay, so um, rest assured, he's all right. So we got our first call in line. We're going to take a call um, coming in. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson, who I'm on the line with, and where are you calling in from? Hello, are you there? All right, looks like we might have uh, dropped that call. So um, call in line is 205-686. Sorry, we got a new call online, so I'm still getting used to it myself. Uh, 205-850-0883 is the call online. So um, now I appreciate it. Hey, Colin, what's up, Colin? This is Colin Martin. Hey, and I'll tell you this. This is one of my great friends um, live in Tuscaloosa until recently, which, I, you know, I miss him. Uh, but we go to Greasy Hands here in Tuscaloosa and uh, Killing actually cut my hair this time. So if you're looking for a fade, if you're looking for a haircut, go to Greasy Hands and definitely get your uh, cut on. All right. It's your show, everybody. So you can call in 205-850-0883 is the call in line number. And I think Alabama, it's a big week for the Crimson Tide because the Crimson Tide going into this week number two, um, you know, with a scrimmage on Saturday. And I think it's a great opportunity for some of these quarterbacks to really showcase their ability in game situations. Obviously, Mac Jones, from what we gathered last Saturday, had a very strong performance against the first team defense. And that's not surprising. The thing that I've always liked about Mac Jones is his ability to kind of shake off 
um, you know, his, his disappointments when he's not playing the, the best and, and come right back with it. I mean, this is a guy who has a lot of experience coming back and I have a lot of confidence in, in him. And I think that, you know, Alabama's offense certainly is going to be so dangerous. I mean, whether it's Mac Jones, whether it's uh, Bryce Young, whether it's Paul Tyson, I think each of these quarterbacks can get the job done. Yeah, I think I think all of them can get the job done because the offense is just so dangerous. Right. Um, you know, I, I've heard there's there's a couple guys that have been out for one thing or another, but I think Alabama should enter the season um, at, at least into the second week. Very healthy, which is great. Um, I hope you caught, by the way, um, Najee Harris is. Uh, campaign on youtube on his youtube channel go check it out all right we got our first um super chat in thank you so much and hey before i get going and before we get started all super chats go to kyle henderson tonight you know last night we had we fed the big man andrew bone and tonight they're coming to the house kyle henderson so thank you so much brandon what's up in your opinion what is the probability that one of our players will win the heisman if any who do you think will have the best chance in doing so um I think that, you know, you got to look at, you know, number one, you know, the the fact that Alabama's two Heisman Trophy winners have both been running backs. Right. Um, so coming into this season, Najee Harris is calling it the campaign. Right. And there's a reason he's calling it a campaign because he's on a mission. I mean, you from what we gather, there's everybody else at Alabama and then there's Najee Harris. He's playing at a whole other level. I mean, he has the ability to be the best college football running back in the nation. And I think he already is striving for that. But I think from what, you know, we hear, he's just on a whole nother level. Um, if they feed him the rock enough, I think he can certainly win the Heisman Trophy. Now, there hasn't been a Heisman Trophy winner at the wide receiver position since I believe it was, uh, what, I think it might have been like 1992. What was that? Someone looked that up on the stat box. I think it was Desmond Howard. Um, I think he scored something ridiculous, like 22 touchdowns or something like that. How many touchdowns theoretically could Jalen Waddle score? Well, um, okay, let's say he scores two special teams touchdowns, up to two. Um, he catches 10 receiving touchdowns, up to 12. And then, you know, maybe like a jet sweep or something like that, a couple times, three. So, um, I mean, you know, some, I mean, is he going to score 20 touchdowns? The problem is I think too, too many people are scared of Jalen Waddle, and they're not going to, um, you know, put him in this position to hurt them. So um, I, I would think Najee, number one, um, probably maybe even, I mean, could it be Mac Jones, right? If he has a stellar season, I know that's a long shot, but I would go, um, Najee Harris, probably Jalen Waddle and then long shot Mac Jones. I don't know. Sign off in the comment box. Thank you so much, Brandon, for the super chat. I sincerely appreciate it, man. Um, thank you everyone for, uh, following us tonight, um, on BamInsider.com. Hey, little Joe, I, I want to put you on, uh, on the spot right here, man. I know this is a heated time for everybody and everybody has opinions and we can go every single way, every which way with politics. But, man, let's let's keep it on football. Let's keep it on Alabama football. Let's talk about these guys. And, um, you know, let, let's let's keep the spotlight on, on the young men and, and what they're striving for. So um, I appreciate it in the comment box. And, and I know, you know, everybody has their opinions. Everybody has their affiliations. I get that. That's part of being in this great country. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk football tonight. Um, we got another call coming in. Let's take it. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? Hey, Kyle, this is TJ calling from Wisconsin. Hey, what's up, TJ? Thank you so much for joining us tonight. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, no problem. Uh, making the assumption that Smitty and Waddle are one and two on the receiver core. Who do you think is getting the most snap at, at three or, or maybe mixing it up with three and four? You know, I hear talks of, of Mechie and Baker, but is there anybody else you think is going to pull in some snaps that are going to be a clear number three? Yeah, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Um, by the way, we have a new calling system. When you called in, could you hear the show? Was that okay for you on, on, on the on the waiting side just for some feedback? 
I'm sorry, what was that? Were you able to hear the show when you called in? I just want to make sure from a technical standpoint that you could hear the show while you're in the waiting room. Yeah, and it actually synced up to YouTube. It's pretty good. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so to answer your question, I think when you look at the wide receivers for Alabama, it starts with Devontae Smith, obviously one of the most decorated wide receivers in college football, returning to the 2020 season. What was it, 1,200 yards last year during his junior campaign? And then you got Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, as we just talked about, so talented, could probably win the Heisman Trophy, in my opinion, if he got the football enough. Everybody knows about him, but what he did last year was really fantastic. Then I think your number three guy is going to be John Mechie. And John Mechie is a guy who was the eight-day MVP, had a very strong season. And then you got Javon Baker, a guy that's doing really great things as a freshman. And then you got Slade Bolden. So um, you also got Xavier uh, Williams, another guy who is very talented. So Alabama clearly has uh, depth at the wide receiver receiver position. I think it's Smitty Waddle. Those guys are certainly heads above the rest. John Mechie, I mean, from everything that we gather, he's having a sensational um, fall training camp. And I think you're going to get Javon Baker. And as I said on, on YouTube recently, I mean, the guy's an alpha, complete alpha male. He wants the ball. Now, he's not coming in with that freshman mentality. He's coming in with like, I'm ready to play like a junior or a senior. So, um, and then don't forget about Slade Bolden. I mean, how many times do we see, uh, you know, good things from him, even in that Slade Cat package? Now, I think if Ellis member truly had to go to a wildcat package they would probably go with uh i would like to see Jalen waddle in my opinion that's just personal preference um but yeah i think from a wide receiver standpoint that's kind of the way it'll shake out anything else on your mind buddy i i think i was like everybody else with the uh the barmore rumors but i appreciate you clearing that up initially yeah no problem man anything else why we got you on the line uh, special teams. What, what are we looking at for punter? Do you think it's P. Ryan? Do you think Riker's going to be, be grabbing both? Yeah, you know what? That's a great question because we don't talk a lot about the special teams. Um, I think when you look at Alabama's punter, um, I, I think I incorrectly said just recently that it's going to be P. Ryan as a starter. I think that's incorrect on my part. Um, I think there's a, a battle right now. I think you look, you have uh, Sam Johnson, um, you have Charlie Scott, and how interesting is it that you have J.K. Scott's little brother now on Alabama's team? really, really uh, interesting to uh, to see that. And I, I don't know if he's going to be like J.K. Scott. And I think from the punting situation, as I mentioned on YouTube, ever since J.K. Scott left, I mean, the trajectory went down. Um, and it's a very important part of the game, as you know. So I think the, the position battle going into uh, this pivotal second scrimmage is going to be between uh, P. Ryan, Sam Johnson, probably outside right now, uh, Charlie Scott. Um, and, and I think in what Saban said uh, last night, actually was asked about the punters. He said in an emergency situation, they'll go with Will Riker. So um, you've got four, four guys that can do the job, um, but I think we'll have a position battle right now at that punting unit. Anything else? Uh, what are your thoughts on Ollie Cahill? Does he uh, see more of the field other than special teams? Yeah, I think, um, you know, that, that's a really good question when you talk about Ali Kaho. Um, Ali Kaho, you know, coming back for, uh, you know, this season. And, and a lot of people have so much expectations about Ali Kaho um, just because he came in as an inside linebacker, highly coveted at the high school level. Um, you know, right now, we don't know exactly if he's working with the twos or with the threes. I think with the inside linebacker position, you have Dylan Moses, you have Christian Harris, um, you have um, probably behind those guys, I think it would be Shane Lee and Joshua McMillan. Um, and, and I think maybe Ali Kaho. I, I think Ali Kaho was certainly did his thing last year on special teams. Um, but in terms of him getting onto the field, I would like to see it. You know, last year he came in, he was a little light, 224 pounds. Um, now he's up to, I think, 235 pounds. So a little bit, um, you know, with a little bit more muscle. 
to to play that inside linebacker position. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see if he can get onto the field. But thank you so much for uh, the call. We got to run to the next one. But thank you very much for calling. Hey, thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. All right. Um, good first call in. I, and I appreciate uh, the call in. So, um, you know, the, the call in number is 205-850-0883. Um, that's a new call in line number. So if you're used to the old number, um, update your phone book for BamaInsider.com. Um, we got some more super chats coming in. Thank you so much. Those super chats go to Kyle Henderson tonight. So thank you very much. Is Branch losing ground on the star position? All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, actually, um, I, I think you have two freshmen competing for that star position right now. I think you have uh, Ryan Branch, who's a freshman, and I think you have Malachi Moore. I think both those guys, from what I gather, are getting reps at that star position. Um, you know, Saban likes to have those guys compete, and I think those guys are going to have a great opportunity this Saturday. But, yeah, Malachi Moore certainly getting reps with the first team, and it's not surprising. I mean, he's very talented. Um, you know, him coming in at the star position, that's that's a position that Alabama really needed to bolster coming in this season. And, um, you know, same with uh, Brian Branch. I mean, those guys are, are definitely going to play as freshmen. And that was kind of my question as I looked to this Alabama defense. Because I knew there wasn't going to be too many freshmen that played on the on the offensive side of the ball, but from the defense perspective, um, you know which freshman was going to rise up. Because I knew that there would be opportunities, maybe not in the beginning of the season, but later on in the season. And I think um, I'm pleasantly surprised to see Malachi Moore and Brian Branch step up early in fall training camp. So uh, good stuff with uh, Malachi Moore. But yeah, those guys certainly competing right now. Definitely both of them getting reps with the ones. Thank you so much for the super chat, by the way. Um, What's up, bombs? I appreciate the super chat. You're always coming through, man. Uh, every time we see you, um, you know, you, you're always dropping, dropping bombs. So uh, how's the center position shaping up? I think, um, you know, from the center position, we'll get to those calls in just a minute. Just hang tight, fellas. Um, you know, Alabama's probably preference at center would be, um, you know, the fact to have, um, you know, Chris Owens or Landon Dickerson. I think Landon Dickerson probably be the best center overall, but I think formation wise, it's going to work out with Chris Owens at center, um, Landon Dickerson at guard, and also watch for Emil Ikior. He could also play the center position. And then don't sleep on Darian Dalcourt. So all those guys, um, I think will contribute. And um, I, I don't think there's a set center. I think probably more than anything it would be Chris Owens. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. And, and like, I, I'm going to keep reverting to Saturday as a day that we really find out where this team is, because I think Saturday is going to be a real game-like scenario. And we're going to find out more on Saturday. All right. Thank you so much, Bombs, for the super chat. All right. Another super chat in from Brandon. Hey, thank you so much. All the super chats come home to Kyle Henderson tonight. So thank you so much. Awesome delivery, brother. You always stay impressive. Keep up all the good work. Absolutely love the show. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the, um, being the best, how great will this defense be, especially in all SEC games? Um, I mean, that that's kind of that's a that's a large question mark. Right. Um, and hang on to the callers. I'll, I'll get to you guys in just a second. I think when we look at the the overall defense, I mean, that that's kind of the, the the concern, because I think in the past, that's kind of been um, the chink in the armor. I mean, the, this team has been so talented. Um, and how about this? I mean, just working on simple tackling drills. Right. I mean, I think there was times last year where, um, you know, tackling just wasn't up to par. And I think that this is from, um, you know, last season where Nick Saban literally started just working with these guys making them tackle, making them simply wrap up on the dummy because there was times where Nick Saban, um, you know, probably felt that this defense wasn't up to par. I mean, I, I get it. Pete Golden's a defensive coordinator, but Nick Saban is a defensive guy. So I, I think it's going to be a great test for this defense overall to see how good 
you know, this defense can step up in a 10 game uh, conference schedule. I think there's going to provide some great opportunities and challenges for this defense like they haven't faced before. A lot comes on Pete Golding, but I think the defense will be ready. And I think the defense, as I've said many times, has a has a true chip on their shoulder. All right, we're going to take one call. Here we go. Um, we're going to take the call right now. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson, who I'm on the line with and where are you calling in from? Hey, this is Corey calling from Trustful, Alabama. Hey, what's up, buddy? I appreciate you calling in. What's on your mind, buddy? Go ahead. I have a couple of questions for you. Uh, my first question is, was there something that happened with Christian Barmore in practice? Some kind of situation? Do you know anything about that? Yeah, you know what? I, I talked about that um, at the beginning of the show. I think with Christian Barmore, and if you if you just missed the show um, from the start, I talked about Barmore earlier. And what I can tell you, I, I don't know if there was some sort of dust up or some sort of shouting match. I know that's the rumor out there. Nobody's allowed at these practices. Nobody's allowed at these, you know, scrimmages. Um, but but I, but I think the talk is that there was some sort of flare up. And that's that shouldn't surprise you. You get a lot of these alpha males on the field um, and, and things like that are going to happen more times than, you know. Um, but what I can tell you, and this is something that you can take home, is that Barmer was at practice today on Wednesday, September 9th. And he was at practice on Tuesday, September 8th. So if you're out there trying, really worried about Alabama's passing attack, don't worry. Or, or uh, you know, pass rush. Uh, Christian Barmore at practice. So that's the good news. What, what else is on your mind, buddy? Is there a game on the schedule you look at it, you thought, okay, this, this game may seem tougher than we think on paper. Like for me, this may seem crazy. Part of the Kentucky game for me, because Kentucky probably has the second best offensive line. And if, and if our defense doesn't improve, they can just start running the ball and queuing a clock and not and limiting the possessions. I mean, or you can look at the Ole Miss game. I mean, I mean, I know we kind of handled Ole Miss, but Lane Giffen's a good play caller, and he can dial up some things in the games in Oxford. And I know they won't have a lot of fans, but you just never know with a good play caller. And him being a former saving assistant, you got to think that's got to be in his mind. So are those a couple of games you'll be keeping an eye out to see on paper, we should win, but you just never know like, under the radar games. Yeah, I will. First of all, thank you so much for calling into the show. I really appreciate your two questions. Um, and everybody else, if you're out there, you know, you want to get on the show, just wait. You know, we got, we got a call queue where you can listen into the show. Um, so just, uh, you know, hang tight and I'll get with you. I know there's plenty of callers on the line right now. Um, but I think when you look at this Alabama football schedule, and I have it up for everybody to look at, um, September 26th, obviously, at Missouri. And I think everybody would know, you know, Alabama. Is there even a point spread on that game? Could someone answer that in the comment box? I haven't looked. I would assume that Alabama probably opens up. I would probably put them at like a 24 and a half point favorite, even on the road in Columbia. Um, that's just how, I, I mean, Alabama starts off hot. Um, but I'll tell you what, I, I think that Texas A&M game um, could be interesting. I mean, because Texas A&M obviously coming to Bryant-Denny Stadium. Um, I, I think I have, you know, Kellen Munn is a very dangerous quarterback. In the past couple of seasons, he's given Alabama's defense fits. Not only has he passed the ball very well, he's also rushed the ball really well. And then I, I think that third game against Ole Miss, I mean, who knows? I mean, Lane Kiffin, you know, he, he was Saban's guy one time. So, you know, he's going to have something uh, planned. And they got a pretty good quarterback as well. One quarterback that's really probably might, might be the fastest quarterback in the entire SEC. Um, I, I think we all know what Georgia has coming back, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I haven't really got, gave too much uh, thought on that Kentucky game, but I can see your points on that. 
um, go into Baton Rouge. I mean, every single game, I think overall, as you look at the schedule, it's great because, um, you know, there, there's no cupcakes anymore, right? There, there's no like those, um, you know, those games where we just automatically pencil in a W. I think every single game on the schedule is going to be great. So, um, you know, we'll see what shakes up. But thank you so much for calling in. I got to run to the next caller. But thank you so much. All right, buddy. It was great talk to you, Cal. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, we got to uh, go into our next caller. And um, let's take it right now. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? This is Alex from Cincinnati. Hey, what's up, Alex? How you doing, buddy? Not bad. How are you? Hey, doing all right, man. Thank you very much for uh, calling in on the new call-in line. Um, we, we had to make some changes, but hopefully for, they're for the better. What's on your mind, buddy? Go ahead. So I know that you mentioned this on BamaInsider.com. Um, what is up with Leatherwood? You know what? I, I don't know. I, I think there's a couple guys, um, you know, that could be in or out. And I think that, you know, you can kind of read between the lines and see what's going on. I don't think um, it's anything, you know, that could be detrimental to the program. Um, you know, but I don't know for sure because, number one, I, I'm not at the practice. I mean, in, in the past, we were able to go to these practices. And um, now with COVID and everything that's taking place, we, we only get um, the footage that Alabama sends to us. So we're, we have to rely on sources. And, um, you know, I've heard that Leatherwood was out, but I, but I don't think it's anything that's going to be problematic to this overall offensive line. So um, I would rest easy on that. Okay. Thank you very much. That was pretty much it. You answered all the rest of my questions. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, buddy. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye. All right. Call in line is open. Um, 205-850-0883. Going to have to get used to saying that. Um, I know I had a couple of uh, questions inside the comment box, so I'll go uh, over those and check those out. What's up, Derek? I'll see you. Um, let's hope and pray no one gets hurt. Seems like now that Scott C is gone, players are healthy. What do you think, Kyle? I mean, I don't know. I, I think that um, I mean, injuries are part of football. I mean, it's a violent game. Everybody knows that. Um, I, I I couldn't blame all the uh, injuries on Scott. I mean, I'm just I, I don't know that. I don't think anybody knows that for a fact. I mean, players are going to get hurt. Um, but I think, you know, what, what I am seeing from David Ballou and Matt Ray is that these guys are absolutely shredded. I mean, did you see Christian Harris on that interview I posted on Bam Insider on the YouTube channel. I mean, the dude is jacked. He's only a sophomore. Um, I mean, check out Josh Job. I mean, I'll, I'll try to find some photos for you guys right now. I mean, these guys are absolutely in the weight room, just completely crushing it. And I think that's a big testament to, um, you know, Baloo and uh, Matt Ray. I think Baloo is going to get him there uh, from a physicality perspective perspective and i think uh, matt ray is going to get him faster i've heard that most of the players have increased their speed and i'm wondering if one of those players that has increased their speed is jalen waddle could you imagine if you get jalen waddle faster um i mean i don't know i mean what is he at four three i think we've talked about that before yeah so uh thank you so much derek i appreciate the feedback always appreciate you joining us on the show um all right um call line is open 205-850-0883 is the call line number who will be the best pass rusher this season and what number of sacks do you predict for a player? Um, I think when you look at uh, Alabama's pass rush, I mean, you certainly, it, it needs improvement. Um, as we've talked about before, Christian Bormer, who is at practice, so rest easy, fam. Um, he could be a guy who certainly leads Alabama in sacks. Um, I, I think it could be a guy like uh, Chris Allen. I mean, Chris Allen should be due for a, a really big year uh, for Alabama at the outside linebacker position, a guy that I have a lot of confidence in, and he's going to be starting at the outside linebacker. Um, 
position with uh with this other outside linebacker by the name of ben davis finally hit, getting his shot right um how much faith do you have in ben davis when you when you look at him i i think that it's time for him to to really step up i, I think you know people have probably their concerns about him but i think he can do the job and i think he's going to do just fine leading alabama in terms of sacks i i don't know i mean it, it's, it's hard for me to say because you know there hasn't been that many that much heat on the quarterback you know in the last couple of years um i, I don't know let's say um, you know, if, if things work out with Barmore and, and he plays like I, I expect that he will play, I would say maybe he can get, what, six, seven sacks? Will that lead the team? I don't know. Maybe. But that's something that I'm looking at. Thanks for, thanks for the question, by the way. All right. Um, and, and just like uh, Frederick said, if you ever see Barmore on the field, you know he plays with passion, just wants to play. Yeah. I, I think with, with all these guys, I mean, especially Barmore, I mean, and, and just like individuals we all wear our emotions differently some people are able to bottle those up a little bit more internally some people just play with fire i think barmore plays fire so every single thing you get from barmore he's, he's gonna leave it on the field um you know and, and like i said before i mean these guys go at it every single day this is a long fall training camp these guys didn't have spring ball um you know they should have already played a game they should have already hit another opponent and when they haven't hit another opponent, they're hitting whoever they see. So um, I think it's all part of the game. So I, I wouldn't be too uh, freaked out about, you know, these guys getting into it with one another. It's uh, it's always going to happen. Um, all right. We got uh, David Sprinkle. What's up? Um, how's punting going? Um, I filled a call earlier about this, about uh, punting. Um, I incorrectly said that uh, Ty Piran was going to be Alabama starter. At the punter position, I, I don't think that's correct. I think there's a position battle right now. Sam Johnson is a guy to certainly uh, keep tabs on. Charlie Scott is another guy. And then you have Ty P. Ron. And then Nick Saban said last night on a press conference, you can watch right here on our YouTube channel, um, that um, you have Will Reichard, who will be an emergency punter. So um, those are that's kind of you know where you're looking at for the punting position. And an area I certainly think needs to improve. Um, What's up, Lisa D? Uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much for joining us. Roll tie back to you. Um, field goal kicker. What's up, Antoine? Thank you very much for the question. Call line is open. 205-850-0883 is the call line number. Um, what about field goal kicker? I mean, that's a good question. I, I think when you look at uh, Alabama, especially in the special teams area, it, it needs improvement, not only punting, but also field goal kicking. I think Will Reichard's going to be there, be your guy. I think in some situational setups, um, this past Saturday, there were some missed field goals. I don't know who missed those. I know they have Joseph Bolivas coming back and Will Reichard. Um, I, I have faith in those guys. I think they can both do a really good job, um, especially Will Reichard. Uh, this guy was four for seven last year before he went out with that um, hip flexor injury, which was unfortunate. Um, but I, I think he's going to get a, get the job done. And I have faith in him. Um, you know, it, it's obviously a, a very important position. I mean, how many times, uh, especially during this season, is it going to be critical for Alabama's kickers to really rise up? You're looking at footage right here of Will Reichard, um, during the citrus bowl last season. Um, a, a guy who started to get healthy towards the later part of the season. And, and as I said, I think you should have confidence in him, but it's hard to have confidence really in any of these Alabama kickers because, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, what's up, Thomas? I, I appreciate it. Um, Kyle, are you from New Mexico? I got fam in Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah, I am from uh, my hometown is Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's where my mom lives. Um, it's where I grew up. Um, still own a house in Albuquerque, New Mexico. New Mexico is such a beautiful state. Um, miss the food. Um, it's where I met my wife. Uh, you know, we lived there for, for a good time. And um, if you're new to the show, I, I lived in um, 
New Mexico, it's my hometown, but I also lived a good amount of time in Los Angeles, California. Um, went to school in Iowa. Um, anyone heard of Central College in uh, in Pella? And then I also went to. Uh, I also lived in D.C. So I've been plenty of places. Uh, we're gonna take uh, our next call. All right. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who am on the line with, and where are you calling in from? This is Javarius Cole. Uh, what's up, Big Cal, man? Uh, roll Tide. That's all I wanted to say. Hey, Javarius, what's up, man? Thank you so much, man. Roll Tide back to you, man. I hope, but before you go, man, I hope you have a blessed rest of your evening. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week, and I appreciate you supporting the channel, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Roll freaking time, man. Ready to get the season going. Oh, man, I can't wait. I cannot wait for some real football. Roll Tide to you, brother. Take it easy. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was uh, quick and easy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, getting back to you, Thomas, I, Thomas I, I have, you know, a lot of fam in New Mexico. So um, always, uh, it's always great to uh, get back there when I can. Um, uh, we got, um, what's up, One Way Studios? Who do you think Alabama's biggest threat is this season? Um, I mean, I, I think the easy answer is Georgia. When you look at that overall schedule, um, I, I think that, you know, there's plenty of reasons to to think about Georgia as being, you know, a, a key competitor just because of the defensive um, schematics that they're going to have. And plus, you know, Kirby Smart has had Nick Saban on the ropes. What was it? Twice. And twice Nick Saban's been able to wiggle out of that headlock and, and defeat Kirby Smart twice. Two games that I were at that I was at and, and two games that were just incredible to be a part of. Um, I think they're going to be, you know, it's going to be a very tough challenge, but I think, you know, Alabama will have the upside because I think their offense, Alabama's offense will be better than Georgia's defense. Um, and I think it's going to take a while for Georgia to figure out that continuity at that quarterback position. Um, it's just, just my take. Um, what else? We got um, Alex on here. What's up, Alex? I see you. Let me uh, get this off the screen real quick. Um, another super chat in. Thank you so much. Remember all super chats go to the host myself, Kyle Henderson tonight. They're basically like tips. Um, so thank you so much. I know there's a lot of people out there, um, you know, who have different options for Alabama Crimson Tide football coverage. Look, I'm trying to give you the best coverage that you can get um, because you deserve it. You're Alabama Crimson Tide football fans, and um, I want to match that intensity. So and I love to do this. Um, thank you for all your hard work. I always look forward to your content. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Alex. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it, it really means a lot that you guys would super chat and, and tip out. I know we have um, we have a really great staff. You know, Andrew Bone does such a great job on the recruiting front. And, um, you know, I, I like to match that, you know, five stars want to play with five stars. And um, we got some really great, um, you know, staff at BenmanInsider.com. Our team writer, Tony Sakal, does a great job. Uh, Tyler Waldrop, you know, we're, we're getting him accustomed to working at the speed and the pace of, um, you know, the SEC. Covering the SEC, it doesn't stop. It's a grind. So uh, thank you so much to everybody who would super chat. We we really appreciate it. And I put a lot of, into this show. Um, ba basically, you know, like the, the footage comes in from Alabama. And so I chop it up because I know, you know, you could just upload it and it's just regular footage. And that's fine. I mean, it, it gives you an inside look. But I want to give you a more in-depth look. I want to provide some commentary and kind of go a little bit deeper to provide that next level commentary that I think helps out from an overall perspective. Um, and I hope you guys like it. Um, where is Smitty? Smitty is just fine. Smitty is doing his thing, um, having a very good uh, fall training camp. I heard during Saturday going against uh, the ones that he had a very uh, solid showing. And um, I, I think overall, these wide receivers are going to be very dangerous. 
almost too dangerous for the SEC to deal with. Um, I don't know if Smitty's going to catch for 1,200 yards again. I mean, but uh, he certainly could. And then you got Jalen Waddle. I played this clip earlier. I'll play it again and again. I just love the wide receivers. I played wide receiver um, at a small university, so I, maybe I'm a little bit partial to wide receivers. Um, but John Mechie, also another guy to know. And, man, I like that ball right there uh, to Mechie. And then you got this guy, Javon Baker. Man, nice spin move, hitting that circle button. And then don't forget about Slade Bolton and Xavier Williams. So um, where is Smitty? Smitty is just fine. Smitty always grinding. That's that's where he is. Um, Antoine saying, I think Texas A&M would be our biggest. I, I mean, I'm telling you, Kellen Munns, he's, he's a problem. And if you don't have outside linebacker containment, that, that young man's going to run. He can throw. He's a senior. He's been productive against Alabama plenty of times. So, um, yeah, I, I think um, you can't sleep on Texas A&M. Um, let's see. Um, call line is open 205-850-0883. It's a new call online number. So if you're used to the, the old number, update your phone book for BamInsider.com. The big dog of college football. Love the username. Do you think we'll have to play Georgia twice this year? Once in the regular season and once in the SEC title game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think those are – it's a bad moon rising in Georgia. Everybody knows that. I mean, they, all they have to do is really figure out, you know, how they're going to put this offense together. And Georgia, I mean, they have enough talent to win the whole thing. I think everybody knows that. I think when Alabama's prepping, you know, they know that Georgia's coming. And I think that it bodes well for Alabama that that – First game, theoretically, could be, you know, is at Bryant-Denny. And that second game, um, you know, will be at Bryant-Denny East. That's what people like to call it. That's what people tell me, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I think absolutely they're the best team in the East. I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about Florida, but I, I think Georgia is certainly the team, and hands down. Um, as we continue, we got uh, another call in. Um, hello, yeah. you're on the line with Kyle Henderson of BamInsider.com. Who am I on the line with and where are you calling in from? Uh, Steve, can you can you turn the audio down in the background, please, Steve? There you go. Yeah, just turn turn the volume down in the back. It will take you a second. Steve, is that too loud? Yeah, you got to turn it all the way down. Is that any better? No, turn turn it down and call back. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. No problem. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Pro tip: when you when you call in to the show, um, and, and it's something. I mean, every. I mean, who who's used to calling into a show? Turn the volume down if you're like listening on YouTube, because when I call, it creates an echo, and I won't be able to hear you, and it'll be a bad experience overall. So um, just turn down the volume and then call in, and you can hear the show while I'm talking, and then I'll buzz you in. So that's how it works. And I know everybody's you know has to get accustomed to it, but you know. Don't worry about it. Call in and we'll we'll chat about Alabama football. So don't even worry about it. Um, let's see. Uh Javari is what's up, man? Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, really means a lot that you will call in and uh, share a roll tie with me. I appreciate that. And I like I said earlier, I hope all you guys that watch our channel that are part of this community, um, you know, ha have a have a great uh, rest of your week. I, I mean, this is going to be a big scrimmage on Saturday. And then after that, we're inching closer to the college football season. We're going to get there, fam. We are going to get there. Brandon, what's up, man? Thank you so much for another super chat. My goodness, man. Thank you. Um, do you think Christian Lear can be as good as Waddle or maybe even better um, or on both of the receiver spot and return to the game? He, his, he definitely seems to have elite speed. Um, I think when I look at a player like Christian Leary, 
Um, he's definitely that guy that is going to fit in after Jalen Waddle because he's, from what I gather, I think he's one of the fastest players in the entire country, right? I think he's like one or two. There's another guy out there. I think it's, it might be Xavier Worthy, who's also considers him, the, or it might be Malcolm Johnson, one of those guys. Either way, I, I think you need a speed guy in every class. And I, I like what Alabama's done in this recruiting class. Um, you know, you have uh, Jacory. Uh, Brooks, who's your big wide receiver. You have um, Ajay Hall, who's another big receiver, I think at 6'3". And then you have Christian Leary coming in, who's kind of that speed guy. I, I think from watching his clips, he could be uh, Jalen Waddle. But man, it's just like Jalen Waddle is, I mean, he's just so special. Um, so I, it's going to be big shoes to fill. I don't know who's going to fill that void next year. Um, maybe it will be Christian Leary at some point, but I think it's just too early, at least for me to say that he's going to be able to be even better than Jalen Waddle. Now, Nick Saban is always able to upgrade. So don't be surprised that in a couple of years we're like, remember Jalen Waddle, how good he was? Well, Christian Leary is even better. I don't know, but you know, wouldn't surprise me because Alabama definitely ups our guys. And now when you have Matt Ray working with Christian Leary for what will it be? You know, three or four years, who knows how fast he'll be. All right. Thank you so much for all the super chat. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, Javarius, no, you you won the Heisman Trophy with with, uh, with Waddle NCA fourteen. I play NCA as well, and I have a dynasty going. Um, I love NCA, so I updated all the rosters, and I did it like it was painstaking. I have a eleven year old son. We sat there and we added all the names, all the heights and weights, and we play the season. Um, I didn't win the Heisman, but um, the team's pretty good, I have to say. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what you do if the Chiefs get Waddle, right? I don't know. You you worry if you're in the AFC, right? Because, I mean, the Chiefs have so much talent already. And I'm a 49ers fan, so going against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I mean, now that, that was uh, disheartening. But how are you going to stop Mahomes? I mean, come on. Dude's, uh, dude's crazy. Uh, Derek, what's up? Um, 17, away, Kyle, 17 days away, Kyle. Let's go. My son Parker said hello. Give him a shout out. Parker, what's up, man? It's Kyle Henderson, BatmanInsider.com. I hope you have a great evening. And if you're in school right now, hey, hit the grind mode because I think it's all about grinding and setting that bar for yourself, right? How good do you want to be? Do you want to be average or do you want to raise the bar? You know, I, I like that 5 a.m. Eagle Club. I like to get up, read. I'm, uh, I just finished reading The Alchemist again. Who, who's read The Alchemist on here? Thumbs up if you have. Um, it's about um, a shepherd trying to find his personal legend and a really great story. And I think if you're kind of searching for where you should be in life, Alchemist might be for you. So, uh, yeah, I got your son, uh, Derek. Have a, um, a blessed evening and thank you so much. Um, all right. David Waddle is the best pure athlete in the country. I agree, David. I mean, this young man needs the football. It's so it's mind boggling that he only got the football twice against Michigan. Right. Um, I think that, you know, I get it. He was the fourth option. But think about this. Think about the embarrassment of riches at Alabama when you can have Jalen Waddle as your fourth option during his sophomore season. I don't know. Call nine open 205-850-0883 is a call nine. Um, appreciate all the super chats. Thank you very much. They all come to the host tonight, Kyle Henderson. So I know you're out there and you like all the content. Um, you know, the super chats definitely help so much. So thank you so, so much again. And again, what's up, Mark? Thank you so much for the content, the, the super chat. Basically like tips if you're new to the Super Chat game on YouTube. Basically like tips. You're like, you like the show. You like what you're hearing. You like the content. I put a lot into it. And I think it shows because it's a it's a labor of love. Like I love doing this and I love being here. And I, honestly, I'll never forget what a privilege it is to A, live in Tuscaloosa. And 
um, you know, B, be able to cover the Alabama Crimson Tide. I, I mean, honestly, I never thought when I grew up in New Mexico that I'd ever be in Tuscaloosa covering Alabama. And, um, you know, I, I'll never get tired of this because it, it's something that I really work for. And um, kind of a, as I was re reverting to earlier, like I really wanted to be at this level competing against the best, trying to hone into my craft. And I know everybody, you have options out there when it comes to Alabama Crimson Tide football. But being here on BamaInsider.com and liking our channel, it means a lot. And, um, you know, I, I'm just sincerely thankful that you guys are here. So thank you so much um, for joining us tonight. Thank you. Uh, right back at you, Mark. Thank you very much. Um, all right. What's up? Amber, I am a future Alabama player. I'm 13. I am Aiden Kane, one of the best DTs. Do you think Alabama will win it all? All right. What's up, Aiden? I see you, man. Thank you so much for watching our show. Um, man, talk about goals, right? You know where you're going. That's that's where it starts, buddy. Um, I yeah, I think Alabama can win it all. And I and one of the, the questions that I get asked frequently. Do you think there'll be a college football playoff this year? Should there be a college football playoff? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if three conferences are the only conferences that want to play college football this year and that are going to try to play college football this year, absolutely. I mean, after all that we've been through in 2020, we better have a college football championship. So, yeah, um, Aiden, keep doing your thing. Um, and, um, yeah, I definitely think that Alabama could win the title. I, I, you know, there's, there's plenty of teams that could. Um, but I think with the offensive continuity that Alabama has back coming back, uh, absolutely. I think uh, this is going to be a big year for Alabama football. Call online open 205-850-0883 is the call online. Um, a lot of people commenting, um, you know, they on, on the haircut, get it at Greasy Hands in Tuscaloosa. Not sponsored by them yet. But if you're in Tuscaloosa and you're looking for a fade on the beard, um, you know, or, or, you know, trim up, then definitely hit up uh, Greasy Hands. Um, let's see, uh, going through the comment box as well. Um, what's up, Ben? I see you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. What about Dow Jones Bell? Um, I haven't heard too much about him early in fall training camp. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of very talented wide receivers. Um, I've seen him catch a couple passes on those clips that they send out, but I really haven't heard too much. Um, like I said, it, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Right, so, um, maybe let's give it a couple weeks and kind of revisit on Dow Jones Bell. Okay. Um, Harris or Waddle for the Heisman, who you got? What's up, Fredo? I appreciate it, man. I, I love the uh, Avatar, by the way. That's a strong game. If it was me, I I mean, I, I think the favorite, if I'm a betting man, because I know I'd win more if I bet Waddle than running back Najee Harris, I'd go with Waddle. So I'll keep it simple right there. Um, all right, Christopher Aaron. Hey, um, so what do you think about the defense? You think um, that it'll be okay? Yeah, I think the defense will be fine. I mean, but but they have to improve. Because I think over the past couple of years, the defense hasn't been where it's needed to be. And, you know, that's not acceptable because I think you win championships with what? Defense. I think, yeah, you can have a strong offense. Everybody can have a strong offense in college football. But I think the defense, um, you know, is what has hampered Alabama in the past. And that's something that needs to get fixed. Um, call line is open 205-850-0883 is um, the call line number. Um, what's up, Nick Saban Jr.? What's up? What do you think about Jahil Billingsley? Um, how is he doing? Um, so check this out. I mean, I, I think he is going to have a really big year for Alabama. Uh, maybe not stats-wise, but I think as he gets onto the field and Alabama figures out how to get him the football, because think about it, Alabama, the tight end room, you have Miller Forrestal, Major Tennyson, Carl Tucker, uh, the grad transfer, and then you have, you know, Latou, Cameron Latou, and then you have Billingsley. Now, Billingsley, I think, is the best uh, receiving tight end out of all of those guys. 
I've even heard that he could line up at wide receiver, right? Um, so he's that talented. I don't know if he weighs enough to play the true tight end position just yet, but everything that I gather, he's certainly, um, you know, he's going to get on the field this year and I, I really like all of his ability. All right. We got a call coming in. All right. Hello. You're on the line with Kyle Henderson, who I'm on the line with and where are you calling in from? Hey, Kyle, this is Kyle from Georgia. What hey, you doing? What you doing, man? The Kyle and Kyle connection from uh, Bama to Georgia. I love it, man. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, I hope you're having a blessed e evening. What's on your mind? Go ahead. Yeah, man. I hope you're having a blessed evening too, man. I'm I'm just ready for uh to kick off against uh, Missouri, but uh just what you were talking about earlier there, you know. I hope we do have a national championship, and I do believe there is going to be a national championship. But do you think? If we do have a national championship, is the Big Ten and the Pac-12 gonna whine about it? You know what I'm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are they gonna say, "Oh, it wasn't fair," or you because we didn't get to play, or we opted out? Yeah, of course they're going to say that. Of course. I mean, everybody's going to complain and people are going to say put an asterisk by, you know, the title game. And all I would do is say, you know, stay out of it. I mean, everybody had their opportunity to push forward. I get it. Um, different states are going through different things. But these are the programs that I think took their precautions to get their players not only safe, but, um, you know, made adjustments. I mean, in my opinion, I don't know what's going to happen with the Big Ten, but all they had to do was wait in my opinion, right? They didn't have to make that decision so early to postpone their entire season. Um, you know, I think they could have took taken the route that the SEC and the ACC and Big 12 and just, hey, we're going to hold off. We're going to see, um, get all the facts. We're going to, you know, still practice. And then on, our, on September 26th, we're going to announce yes or no. Um, I don't know what, you know, the Pac-12, it's a completely different situation and I get it. It could get political and I won't get into that. Um, but yeah, I think there should absolutely be a championship. And if people complain, they're going to complain. And, and probably that those people that complain, they probably wouldn't even been in the championship anyways. Well, there you go. I mean, that's like, it's like some of the coaches in the SEC said, Hey, we're going to put an asterisk by that name that just in the SEC. Hey, if you win the SEC, we're going to put an asterisk by your name. You are the toughest team in the SEC. Yeah, and I love the you know, SEC only schedule. I mean, I'm so excited because there's so many games that, you know, throughout the last couple of years that I've covered Alabama football where I've been, you know, I'm like, okay, we're, we'll probably get to see some of these younger guys play. We'll, we'll get to see Alabama really, you know, get up or, or whatever early in the first half, but it's kind of sleepy. Like, I want to see if I'm watching football for three and a half hours, I want to I want to be entertained, number one, and I want to see quality football, number two. Um, and, and I, I didn't see that over the last couple of years. What was that? Like four or five games is kind of boring. So now you got 10 games where you're like eating popcorn throughout four quarters, watching these games. That's right, man. Hey, you putting your Reese's pieces and <laughs> right? your popcorn, you're having a blast. <laughs> hey man, that's what I'm talking about. SEC. I don't know if I can say this, but balls to the wall. <laughs> We're going to show the SEC who the true top dog is. And that's, Roll damn tide. <laughs> uh, anything else on your mind, Kyle? Why? Why I got you on the line? No, nah, man. I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I'm ready to get this football kicked off, man. September the 26th, baby. Against Missouri, we're gonna be in Missouri. We're gonna show them what's going down. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. And I, and I hope you have a blessed rest of your evening. And I hope you have a strong push to the weekend. 
All right, man. You have a blessed week too, man. All right, Stay thanks. safe. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. All right. Kyle from uh, Georgia. Good name in my opinion. Just saying. Um, <laughs> call line is open. I'll take a couple more calls. 205-850-0883 is the call line number. Um, it's going to take me a while to get used to the call line number. It's a new number, so if, update your phone book. And uh, when you call in, you can listen to the show uh, while you call in. And then, you know, when you call in, make sure you turn it down in the background and uh, I'll take care of you. Um, got a couple other questions uh, coming as well. Um, get those up on the screen. Let's see. Um, what's up, Paxson? How good is secondary coming along? We know we have Patrick Sartan, but who else uh, in this defensive secondary stands out? Um, just as we were talking about earlier in the program, I think, you know, when you look at the defensive backs for Alabama, I think that, um, like you said, you know, Patrick Sartan, certainly a guy that is uh, certainly going to come along. I think you have a guy like Daniel Wright, a lot of experience. This young man right here, number 14, uh, Brian Branch, a guy who's who's shining at that star position. You also got Malachi Moore, I think a guy um, who could do work as well. So I, I think the overall secondary, while you don't have a lot of um, you know guys returning with with that much experience, you have you have of course you have good guys. It's Alabama, but I think it starts with Patrick Sertan, and I think one of the important things to know as we continue to go forward is that Patrick Sertan at that start at that corner position is going to be very important. Nick Saban wants to keep him there. You have Josh Job at the other side. I think they, if they can figure out that star position, then they'll be confident with Jordan Battle and Daniel Wright. Um, don't forget about DeMarco Hellum because DeMarco Hellums is a guy that I'm really high on. I think he could be the thumper in that group. Um, so don't sleep on him. Okay. Um, all right. The King. What's up? Strong avatar, by the way. Um, I can answer that. Paxton, Brian Branch. Yeah, you're right. Just as we talked about. Um, Paxton, back number two. How much is Ali Kaho do you think we'll see? Um, and how much better is John Menchie than Javon Baker? Um, I, I don't know about Ali Kaho. We talked about him earlier. Um, uh, he had a nagging injury at the beginning of fall training camp. Don't know what the injury was. Um, we don't like to get into that. I mean, there's privacy rules that we can't, you know, talk about with the players, and that's out of respect. Um, but but he is back, and he is um, probably close to 100% because he doesn't, you know, from the images we've seen, he's not in a black jersey. Um, I hope he gets on the field more because I, I think with his ability to – he has so much athleticism. He plays more like a hybrid safety, in my opinion. I think he could be really effective, but – I mean, right now you have Dylan Moses at the inside linebacker, and then you have Christian Harris, two guys at a Baton Rouge um, who are going to do work. Hey, how about this for some trivia? Trivia, okay? Everybody ready? Get your pens out. <laughs> how many guys are from Baton Rouge on Alabama's starting defense? How many guys from Baton Rouge are on Alabama's starting defense? Sign off in the comment box. All right. Um, that's what I was saying too. Kyle, bring on the nationals. Okay. Uh, Ronald Williams. Um, what's up, Lawrence? Thank you so much. Um, let me take this call and then I'll get right back to you. Hello, you're on the line with Kyle Henderson. Who I'm on the line with and where are you calling in from? Yeah, this is, uh, Michael from Alabama. Hey, what's up, Michael? How you doing, buddy? Thanks for calling in. Let me get to Lawrence real quick and then we'll, uh, we'll get going. Hang tight. Um, Ronald Williams is a junior college transfer. Haven't heard too much about him. And, and if I don't mention a player, that's not a bad thing. I just, you know, I haven't heard much on him. Um, I, I think he's a guy who's worked at star. I think he's a guy that works at corner. So, um, maybe more detail will come about Ronald, Ronald Williams. Um, you know, over the next couple weeks, I, I do believe he had a pick six recently in a, in some sort of scrimmage situation, but, um, let's figure out and, and kind of wait on him to see what we hear more, more on him. 
All right. Uh, what's up, Michael? What's on your mind, buddy? Go ahead. Yeah, quick question. Um, so with the whole, of course, Mac Jones and Bryce Young situation, um, I think it's kind of universally thought that Bryce Young is kind of more naturally skilled uh, at the position. Uh, just, you know, doesn't have the height, but he's still just overall better passer, it seems to be, um, and just comes with a better skill set. But Mac also has that leadership and has experience in the system, understands it, and has been there for a few years. What do you think it's going to take for Bryce Young to really propel himself and maybe get a chance at, uh, you know, getting significant playtime this year or maybe even starting? Um, because I think he is probably a better quarterback than Mac. But like I said, Mac has experience. So realistically, what are the odds do you think Bryce Young can get thrown in that system, maybe to get that relationship with the receivers like Tua did? Um, and maybe like what Jalen hurts it a little bit. Yeah, well, thank you so much for the call. I love talking about the quarterbacks. Um, I think, you know, you have Mac Jones, who's your um, solid veteran returning. And how great is that for Alabama to be able to lean on him, especially to open up the season with everything that's gone down? I know these guys didn't get a spring game. Um, so that's probably hurts, you know, a guy like Bryce Young, just because he didn't get that, um, you know, that springtime to really develop the camaraderie with his teammates and kind of just that chemistry. So I think that's probably what he's working on right now. And as Nick Saban said on Tuesday night, he's working on, um, when we're talking about Bryce Young, working on his consistency. And I get that. I mean, imagine coming from high school, not having a spring game um, and, and then going against Alabama's once. I mean, Alabama's first team defense has a chip on their shoulder, as we talked about. So I think getting to your point, what's going to get him ready? I'll tell you what, I, I think it's going to be simple experience. And, you know, I, I kind of had reservations. How much is he really going to play um, during that first game against Missouri? I'm 100% confident he's going to play against Missouri. You're going to have Mac Jones start the game, but I think you have to get him ready just because, you know, number one, um, I think he's ready to play. But I think number two is kind of like baptism by fire. You got to get these guys really ready to go. And um, I think that's really going to help him. And, and I think from what I gather, um, Mac Jones can obviously uh, manage the game very well. And I'm not calling him a game manager. I just think that he has so much ability to lead the team because he's been there before. I think he's played in, what, 24 games or something like that. But what I gather from Bryce is he might make a few more mistakes here and there, but he might also have that magic. You know, he might he might throw an interception. He might fi throw five touchdowns. So um, he has it and everything that I gather, he's doing fantastic. Um, but I'll be patient with him too. You know, let this freshman get into a groove. Um, and, and another guy too. I mean, people don't want to talk about him for whatever reason, but Paul Tyson's also right there. And, um, you know, he's a big quarterback with a, with, with a lot of, um, you know, experience coming from last season to this season. Throws a very good ball. So Alabama set at that quarterback room. But I think to get to your point, I think uh, Bryce Young will just be fine. I think it's just a matter of getting him game experience. Anything else while I have you on the line, Michael? All right, last question. Yeah, do you think the uh, the experience at modern day, you know, being the number one school for so long, I know losing uh, uh, John Bosco there at the end, but um, do you think playing at the number one school, playing at the highest level, especially in California there, against some of the best players, do you think that does give him some experience that's going to help him? I know that, you know, the obvious answer is yes, but more likely like how how much experience is that like a lower college level game do you think because i mean he's going up against like what is it the clemson quarterback commit um and he's going to get some of those big superstars so do you think that kind of gives him an edge more than everyone else and how significant is that edge 
I, I think that's a great point. I think the thing about it is, you know, they they obviously uh, made the jump to Matter Day to play against the best competition to get that coaching. And I absolutely, I mean, it's the same reason that guys go to either, you know, uh, Matter Day or Bishop Gorman or, um, you know, the IMG Academy is because they want to play against the best. And I respect the parents and the athletes that make that sacrifice to go to those schools. Um, but yeah, a guy like Bryce going to, you know, playing in a West Coast, um, you know, type offense and getting ready for a Division One football, I absolutely, I think it makes a, a difference. And don't forget that Tommy Brown, who's off an offensive tackle for Alabama, also went to Matter Day. I think a couple, uh, one or two years before Bryce. Um, but yeah, I mean, those schools come with it. As you know, California brings it on the high school football level. Um, so does Florida, and Alabama's done a fantastic job at Florida. Um, and then, um, you know, of course, state of Texas. But yeah, I, I think the higher competition certainly helps these guys. But on, on the other side, I mean, jumping from high school to going against the Alabama once, you know, imagine having to read the defense and having Patrick Sertan and Josh Job out there and, and Jordan Battle and all those guys, alphas, all those guys ready to make a play. It's got to be tough, uh, even for a guy as talented as Bryce Young. But thank you so much uh, for calling in. And uh, please call again. You had some uh, some great topics. So, um, you know, write down the number, update the phone book, and give me a call next time. All right, Michael? Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a good day. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. Good call. Got some uh, super chats we got to get to. Um, Sean, what's up? What's up, Sean? Hey, man, your avatar. I mean, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, man. Still remember the day. I couldn't believe it about Kobe. I mean, it's, uh, it sucks, man. You know, I, I love the mama mentality, everything that it stands for, because I'm like that. You know, I, I love being the best, working at the craft. I know a lot of people see work as, you know, being stressful and I get it, you know, it's a grind, but man, I'm so blessed to be in this position and I want to work and I want to get better. I want to get better from where I'm now. So, um, sorry to go off, but man, it's just, I saw your avatar. All right. Been a member of the site for a long time. Thank you for all the great content, uh, quality and quantity and professionalism. Hey man, you're going to get it at bamitinsider.com. Write down my email, everyone, Kyle at bamitinsider.com, Kyle at bamitinsider.com. If you have any questions about becoming a member at bamitinsider.com, email me, try my best to make sure you're taken care of. And, uh, thank you so much for the super chat, Sean. I, uh, I really appreciate it, man. It means a lot. Thank you. All right. Um, got another one coming in. Um, Brian, what's up, man? Thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Uh, means a lot that you were super chatting me tonight. So thank you so much, Kyle. You do an excellent job providing info on Alabama football. You are intelligent, articulate, not just a homer. Love the suit. See ESPN in your future, man. <laughs> hey, thank you, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I like to come with it. I like to, you know, look good because I think that emulates positivity. I'm a positive person. Uh, and, um, you know, it, I, I love what I do, man. And, uh, you know, it, whatever's in the future, I just hope that I can continue to, uh, you know, be a good ro role model for other other people who are trying to get in this industry and especially for, you know, my son and my daughter. And, um, you know, that's 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 what I'm doing. And and the thing is, honestly, you know, not to make this you know about me, I, I just put on the show. But, man, this is how I am my friends, my family, like this isn't a front, man. This is who you're going to get at BamInsider.com. So thank you so much. Uh, another super chat coming in. What's up, Justin? Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, why is leather without injury opt out and a question from last year? Why did Saban burn Talia's red shirt just to take a victory snap last season? All right. First things first. Um, why is leather without? I don't know, to be honest. It, it You got to kind of read between the lines and some of these things. If it's not a significant injury, we don't really know. Um, so I, I think there's you're going to see this going through the season and you can't really divulge, um, you know, injury news or whatever these guys are going through because of privacy laws. So I don't think it's a, a 
a big deal with Leatherwood. So we can just move forward on that. And if it is, Saban will tell us on Saturday. So that's what I can tell you. Um, and a question from last year. Why did Saban Burns Leah's red shirt uh, just to take a victory snap? To be honest, I don't know. Um, you know, that'd probably be a, a question that would probably piss him off. <laughs> but, but I think, uh, you know, you know, all coaches do different things for different reasons. Maybe Talia wanted to get in, but Talia can make up that uh, season because the NCAA passed the, the waiver blanket rule. So everybody's going to get this season for free. And that's going to cause a scholarship nightmare, right? Think about all these players that can come back just next season. I think it could be a safety problem because how many let, let's just take Alabama's locker room, for example, how many guys is it made for? Let's say 110. Now, if you add on what, 20, 30, 40 more guys, considering all the freshmen that are incoming, I mean, talk about a logistical nightmare. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen there, but um, thank you so much for the super chat. And um, you know, I, I know I couldn't answer your questions in full, but uh, I tried my best. <laughs> all right. Um, so Kyle for ESPN. I don't know if do you, I don't know if you guys want me on ESPN because then I won't be able to talk Alabama football, right? I have to talk about you know all this other stuff, and not, I don't even know if I would want to work for ESPN. I, I think I'm in a good spot right now, so thank you so much. And, and plus, with the super chats coming in, I might be able to uh, retire by 9 p.m. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, let's see, what's up, Joseph? I appreciate it. Uh, call line is open 205-850-0883 is the call line number. Um, don't you think it's more about getting back to the roots of what built the dynasty, running the ball, than with, than with, than who can hand it off best? No disrespect to the quarterbacks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that um, you know, I mean, you got to get the football to Najee Harris, plain and simple. I mean, I, I, I think as talented as Najee Harris is, um, I mean, he's calling it the campaign season, and he said in his show tonight, by the way, watch it on his YouTube channel, that this is the campaign, and that campaign means that he wants the Heisman Trophy, and I think Alabama is going to do everything that they can to feed him the football often, frequently. You got to get this young man fed as well, Brian Robinson, who I think is doing great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think what you're going to see with this offense this year, I don't know this for a fact, but it would make sense to me that if they get the football to these running backs more, then it's going to slow down the game a little bit. Because I think in the past, especially under Mike Loxley, no disrespect to Loxley, but Alabama scored almost at will one minute drive, two minute drive. And yeah, it's like driving a Ferrari, you know, down the street. Everybody can, you know, drive at 200 miles an hour. But I think in the game of football, especially a game against the SEC, it's going to be a gauntlet and you're going to need to keep that defense fresh. And I think that's hurt the defense in the past. So kind of a more methodical approach, pounding it with Najee Harris, Brian Robinson, sprinkling in some Trey Sanders, and then letting Mac Jones, Bryce Young do their thing. I, I think that would be optimal for the offense. Again, I've never been an offensive coordinator at the college level. It just makes sense. Um, call line is open 205-850-0883 is the call nine number. Um, and let's see, um, got a couple more questions coming in. Um, uh, so Chris, so how would, uh, the punting be this season? Good or bad? I don't know. Um, I think we'll find that out probably on Saturday. As I said earlier, you got Sam Johnson, Ty Perrine, um, Charlie Scott working out the position and then Will Reichert. I know I've mentioned in the past that he is a, um, punter, but, um, you know, I, I think he's just going to be used in emergency situations and he will be Alabama's kicker. All right. What's up, Dorsey? See you. Um, Roll Todd from Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for everything and all you do for the people at BamanInsider.com. Yeah, Dorsey, thank you so much for being a subscriber. Um, appreciate you guys being with us right here on BamanInsider.com. We got tons of information um, and tons of nuggets at BamanInsider.com. So 
Um, thank you so much to everybody that joined the show tonight. Um, I think it's probably time for me to dip out. I know we got a ton of super chats, man. Thank you so much. Um, you know, all the super chats came to BamInsider.com, me tonight. Um, so you guys tipping me means a tremendous amount because I know you guys got options when it comes to Alabama Crimson Tide football. I'm trying to elevate the game, trying to give you the inside information that you might not get anywhere else. And um, it really means a lot that you would take time out of your night to join me on Wednesday. Um, be safe uh, the rest of your evening. Have a blessed rest of your week. I will be back um, tomorrow, Thursday. Alabama will hold uh, its 16th practice and then their 17th practice on Saturday. And um, you'll get scrimmage nuggets back at BamaInsider.com. So thank you, everyone, to join the show tonight, and especially to our Super Chat members. Uh, thank you so much. And if you're not a Super Chat member, hey, it's all good, man. Just hit that thumbs up button. That helps get our channel out to other Crimson Tide football fans that might not know about our channel. So before you go, please hit that thumbs up button. Um, have a beautiful evening. And again, you know, we're all blessed. And uh, like me, man, so, so thankful to be in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, covering the Alabama Crimson Tide. Have a great night, everyone. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Be good people. And catch you next time right here on BamaInsider.com.